Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you in a crazy-making relationship? Feel anxious, angry, and unsafe? Welcome to Save Your Sanity. Insights, skills, strategies, and inspiration for emerging empowered from toxic relationships and breaking the bonds of emotional abuse. Keep listening. We'll figure a few things out. Hello and welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. In this episode, we're going to be talking about why it's important to know when to stop going the extra mile. You can find yourself way far away from everyone in your life, find yourself isolated, find yourself exhausted from going the extra mile. And I'm going to show you today why that works when you're dealing with people who are similar to you, but it will not work when you're with someone narcissistic or one of those people I call hijackals. And it's very important to see these distinctions so that you can ask yourself at the end of this episode, am I going too far in the wrong direction by continuously thinking I'm doing the right thing, going the extra mile? So stay tuned. Let's talk about that right away now. Yes, let's figure out this business of going the extra mile and whether it's a useful exercise or when you know that it's damaging to you. Now, when you meet a new person, and we're going to talk about romantic partners in this episode, but you may find that many of the things apply to a parent or other people in your life, but I'm just going to be using the idea of a romantic partner for the examples. So you meet a new person, and they are wonderful. They are putting their best foot forward. They are delightful. They are listening. They are intrigued. You have things in common. You finish each other's sentences. You are over the moon excited that you've met somebody intriguing, and they seem to be intrigued with you. So very naturally, you gravitate in their direction. You want to do things for them. You want to do things with them. And that makes sense. But then something happens. And they do something that's a little off. And you question yourself for a second. Really, that is not very good. Oh, but, you know, they made a mistake. And I called them on it. And they apologized. Or they said that they hadn't meant to do it. Or they were going through a stressful period. Oh, normal wear and tear of a relationship. That's okay. We'll just go past it. And then it happens a little more. A little more frequently, they're doing things that are off. And you may think, oh, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I should do something. Let me examine my behavior, because this time when I called out the behavior, they told me it was my fault. So I, being a healthy human, will reflect on, was it in fact my fault? And so then it happens again. Something else happens. There are more things that are happening. And instead of seeing them as red flags, which they are, you may have on your rose-colored glasses, and they just look vaguely pink, so you choose to ignore them. But the next step might be that they begin to be competitive. 
or they may begin to put you down or degrade you or belittle you a little bit. And then you start thinking, oh, I better not do that again. They don't like that. And in a healthier situation, that would be a good response. But then it gets worse. And now they're dismissing you and they're discounting you. And you're worn down and you're exhausted. And can I go another mile? Should I go another mile? And then it's decision time. I have to look at this for what it is. Now, in my work, I like to think of people being born emotionally on different planets. And for this tonight, I want to talk about the healthier human planet, people who are emotionally born on the healthier human planet, and people who are emotionally born on the hijackal human planet. Now, hijackal is my trademark term for people who hijack relationships for their own needs and purposes and then proceed to relentlessly scavenge those relationships for power, status, and control. Does that sound familiar at all? So we have these two planets. And on the healthier human planet, everybody there kind of agrees that civility, trust, uh, happiness, honesty, kindness, compassion, uh, fairness, justice, all of those things are good things, and we're aiming for them. So when we meet someone, we might not fit right at the time, but we think, oh, with enough conversation, we'll probably come in the general proximity of those things, and we will both behave from them, and it'll be good. But on the hijackal human planet, they're not interested in all those things. What they have been emotionally born to learn, born and learned, is that There are two main laws. Give as little as possible and take as much as possible. Now, the problem between the healthier human planet and the hijackal human planet is the people on each of those planets look just the same. So if you're a healthier human, you attribute healthier human qualities to everyone that you meet. And so you think, oh, I'll just do a little better. I will just stay away from that topic. Oh, that makes them happy. I'll do more of that. And you keep doing that because you know that eventually the person and you will come into a trusting relationship and the fit will be there. But when a healthier human meets a hijackal human, we have a whole different dynamic because the hijackal human is based on, it's not only this is what they have, but there's a basic idea of take as much as you can, give as little. And this person is saying, oh, give more, give more. It'll thaw them out. They'll feel stable. They'll feel loved. They will feel secure and they won't be that way anymore. All they need is more of all these wonderful things from the healthier human planet and they'll bloom like a flower. So you keep going the extra mile, the extra mile, the extra mile, and it doesn't help. You just get more and more tired. You get more and more frustrated. You've probably put yourself down. You've certainly been put down. You've internalized that perhaps and start thinking, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm always wrong. Maybe everything is my fault. And you go the extra mile. What can I do? How can I demonstrate my love? How can I let this person know I care? So it all happens very, very organically. 
And there's a misfit from the top. But because they look the same, these two emotionally based people approach life very differently. And they never meet. They do not rub off on each other in any healthy ways. That makes it more possible to turn something into equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. Now, for those wonderful listeners who have been listening for a while, you'll recognize those as the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship from episode 115, right? You will recognize that. And in recognizing that, you will have started to think, do I have equality, reciprocity, and mutuality in my relationship? And I hope you're in that process because those are absolute must-haves. But if you're from the hijackal planet, you're just looking to win. You're looking to win in the moment. You're looking to be right. You're looking to have power over. You're looking to have uh, control over. And that's what makes you feel more secure. And when you put those two things together, they really don't fit. And they won't fit. So you go the extra mile, repeatedly, naively, thinking that that other person will, in fact, be able to respond if you just find the right thing to say, if you just do the right thing, if you just stay out of their way. Whatever it is that you're thinking, it's natural to think that. And then things slowly start sliding south, don't they? You know, you get a little resentment, you feel hurt, you feel ignored, you feel neglected, you feel unheard, you feel unacknowledged, you feel unappreciated, all of that. So maybe you go another mile and you think, oh, well, I'll just do more. If I do more, they will see, they will see. And so you you go the extra mile and they don't respond in a positive way. And maybe you make excuses for them. They're stressed. They're going through a difficult time. They had a difficult childhood. I shouldn't ask too much. Maybe I'm asking too much. So you go another extra mile and another and another. And it gets so tiring. It is so hard. You are doing all of the heavy lifting, you are doing all of this walking the extra mile. And when you get there, there's no more than there was when you started out. And it's hard to believe because on the healthier human planet, if you go the extra mile, the other person appreciates it and responds. But on the hijackal human planet, it's all look. I got them to do something else, and there are no negative consequences for me. Oh, look, they're trying harder. Isn't that cute? I'll just withhold my approval a little longer, or maybe forever. Have you experienced that? Is this sounding like something you've been through, something you've heard, some words you've heard, a way that you've felt? Because the more extra miles you go, the more you can lose yourself because nothing came back. Nothing was appreciated. Nothing was enough. And you will exhaust yourself. 
And in the meantime, you will have met so many pieces of the hijackal playbook. You will have been told everything is your fault. And in the beginning, you're like, no, I didn't do anything. And after you hear it repeatedly, over time, you start to second guess yourself. Or you have heard, it's your, it, it's not only your fault, but it's who you are. It's not something you did. It's who you are that's not good enough. Or maybe you were caught up in the blame shifting. I did an episode on that where you say, I'd like to talk to you about, to your partner, you say, I'd like to talk about something that isn't working for me. And you you say what you have to say. And all of a sudden, everything that you said that you wish that they would do has come back and it's, they wish you would do it. What you wanted to do was to say, I feel this way. And they cannot hear that, will not hear that. And they immediately put it onto you, project it onto you. And then they say, oh, that's what you do. So we get that blame shifting. The projection, what may come from them without your help, the blame shifting will be if you bring it up, they will tell you, no, that's what you do. And try and turn it away, deflect any responsibility for anything. And turn it back on you. Or maybe some of those other wonderful things like future faking. I did an episode on that. And if you're wondering where to find all of these episodes, you can certainly find them um, at SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. You can find them where you like to get your podcasts. But if you're looking for specific ones and you want to make it easier, just go to Save Your Sanity Podcast. And they're all there. And there's a way to search So future faking, they will try to appease you by saying, well, you know, I think sometime soon we should do that. Or I can see that down the road we will move to that place or we'll have that vacation or I will be settled in my job and uh, I will have more time. And so you go, oh, okay, there's a a place at the end of the road where I will be satisfied. No, they're just future faking. Did it get you off my back? Score. You bought into it. I have no intention of doing it, says the hijackal. But I got you to buy into it. Now you like me. So now you'll do something I want you to do. And then you're so disappointed when what they suggested never happens. And that's called future faking. The other thing that you're probably very familiar with, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably very sure what gaslighting is, then that's going to happen. I've done several episodes on gaslighting, and that's when someone else decides to tell you what your reality is. They tell you what you're thinking. They tell you what you're feeling. They tell you what you want. They tell you what you should want. And gaslighting is prevalent. So when someone tells you that, you think, oh, I need to change. I need to change. Maybe I do think that. And you go the extra mile again. Or something that I call past casting. You think everything is going well and you're having a good conversation or a good time in your relationship. And then all of a sudden they go, you know, I remember 
four years ago when you did this thing. And I don't think I've ever gotten over it. So they cast into the past for some way to make you wrong in the present. And you think, oh, I should make up for that. I'll go another extra mile. This is no way to get your exercise going on these extra miles or jumping to conclusions or walking on eggshells. None of these are worthwhile forms of exercise. But you may have gone so many extra miles. And when you stop and you think about how many extra miles have you walked? And for what? Because if you're in a relationship with a hijackal or any narcissist, or any person with narcissistic tendencies, they're not going to appreciate it. They think that you ought to do it. That's what you should do. You should give them what they want. You should do everything you can to make them happy. You should do everything to get their approval. And when you go the extra mile and go the extra mile, they're thinking, okay, the program's working. And they're smirking. Gotcha. Right? And you're getting more and more tired. Or you you come up against that phenomenon we call splitting, where hijackals and other people who have these tendencies, they don't have any middle. They either have, I like you, or I hate you. There's nothing in between. It's this extreme or that extreme. That's why we call it splitting. Always, never, black, white, all, nothing, want you, hate you. But there's nothing in the middle. There are no gray areas. They will never be able to say, I really love you, but I don't like you very much right now. Healthy relationships can say that. But hijackals will never say that. They either like you or they can't stand you. And that's very confusing because most people don't like to be in a position where somebody can't stand them, so they will go the extra mile again. Isn't it starting to be exhausting thinking about all these extra miles? And when you do sit down and take stock, as I invited you to do a couple of minutes ago, you find that you have been walking for a long time. Maybe you had to go the extra mile for a parent, go the extra mile for a sibling. Maybe you've done it for friends or authority figures or anybody in your life. And then you find yourself doing it with your supposedly romantic, supposedly partner. Now, there is nothing romantic or an ideal of partnership in having to do all kinds of things in order to have somebody maybe approve of you. No, that is not going to be possible. So I'm hoping that by giving you these ideas in this episode, it will begin to allow you to sit and say, hmm, am I just the only one giving here? Am I in a relationship with someone from the hijackal planet, the hijackal human planet, who is just operating on the two principles of give as little and take as much? 
Better have a think about that. Now, I know, because you come from the healthier human planet, you oh, no, 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 people are like that. I must be wrong. There must be a way. No, there are people who are like that. And if you hadn't met one, you probably wouldn't be listening to me right now. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. So if you've been going the extra mile, and you know you're exhausted, and you know that there are nothing but extra miles ahead of you. And those extra miles gain you nothing except more exhaustion. Stop walking, sit down, and have a good think. Reflect on the relationship. And how long has this been going on? How long have I been hoping? How long have I been hooked on hope? That the person I met in the beginning, who was actually love-bombing me, will return and prove to me that they're the person I fell in love with, and that person is still in there. Well, they're only coming back for a hot minute when they really want something. And you may have a good think about that one, too, because that's generally their pattern. They love-bomb when they want something. And once they get it, it's never good enough. And that could be they got you. And they're dedicated to making you feel never good enough. Which is why I did the episode week before last on never being good enough. Because you may have had a parent who told you that. And now you have a partner who is perpetuating that message. And that message was not right in the beginning. But because we were young and needed those giants who brought us home from the hospital in order to survive, we believed them. But you're an adult now. You don't need their approval. You need your own. And maybe it's time to sit down and have that really good think. Because healthy relationships are going to adhere to those three must-haves. Equality reciprocity, and mutuality. You know, when I wrote Kaizen for Couples, and it's available on Amazon as a print book or a audio book and a downloadable ebook. I talk about mutuality, and I talk about equality, and I talk about what a healthy relationship has and does, and the subtitle is uh, strategies to save, sustain, and strengthen your relationship. But you know, those strategies work only for people on the healthy human planet. They will not work on a hijack hope. They'll work for you to learn them so that you can see that if your partner will not engage in the strategies in Kaizen for Couples, then you know that you're, you're going the extra mile and only isolating and exhausting yourself. So these are really important things to learn. And if at any time I can help you, and you want to talk to me directly, you can do that. And it's important to uh, to know how to, to do that. <laughs> so let me just tell you that you can go to beaclient.com. 
And I offer a one-time new client one-hour session for only $97 at beaclient.com if you want to talk with me about it. And if you would rather be part of my online membership program, Emerging Empowered, you can go to joinintoday.com. And, you know, you can always find me at emergingempowered.com itself. So that's a good thing to know about as well. So all of these things are really important for us to stop and think about. Is where have I been getting my exercise? And has it been invigorating and empowering to me? Or has it been exhausting? And I'm hooked on hope. That just one more mile, just one more mile, just one more mile, and it will take me where I want to go. Because if not, it's time to say no. And, you know, the dictionary, the Merriam-Webster dictionary says, to go the extra mile means to do more than one is required to do. And in a healthier human planet, doing something extra means appreciation. You're going to please somebody. You're going to make them feel wanted and loved. And they're going to appreciate it. And they will reciprocate. But that's not going to happen if someone's from the hijackal human planet. It also means to make a special effort or to put in more effort than expected. But when you go the extra mile and you only end up isolated, far away from everybody, wrong, neglected, blamed, exhausted. It's time to recognize you've gone too far in the wrong direction. It's time to turn around and ask yourself, is going the extra mile bringing you and your partner closer in a healthy way? Or isolating you into shame, blame, and resistance and resentment? It's a big question. And it's truly an important one. So ask yourself, have, sit down and have that really good think. Because this is important. It's important to your well-being. It's important to your well-being in the moment. It's important to your well-being moving forward. And it is an excellent form of self-care to sit down, reflect, and ask yourself about the things in tonight's episode. So until we speak again, take very good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter. And being exhausted from going the extra mile too many times is not okay. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some insights, ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with $1 or $5 each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Also, learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my Emerging Empowered community, subscribe to this podcast, find my books, all by visiting emergingempowered.com. 
talk soon.